Today is Sunday, May 24th, 2020. This is society shame. It's a shameful Sunday. And today we're going to shame the politicians in Maryland. If you've been following me on Facebook, you'll see my social media page, Dwayne G. Davis. And if you've been following me on Facebook, you'll see the videos I've been putting out about Mary Miller running for mayor. Mary Miller's an outsider. And I support Mary Miller for mayor. I support her because she's not part of the O'Malley mind machine, the corruption that's been going on in Baltimore. She's an outsider. Now, mainstream media and the Democratic Party trying to push Mary Miller out in Baltimore. But they won't go after Thoreau, Victor Raja, and Ricky Vaughn. You got a lot of corruption going on in Baltimore. That's why it's shameful Sunday. Because they have no shame in their corruption. I've been following the Democratic Party since since 1997. Governor Schaefer was my mentor. Senator Kelly was my mentor. Ed Hale Sr. was my mentor. Pat Arrakis Sr. was my mentor. These are the people I worked for when I came to the state of Maryland because I came here straight out of the Illinois Department of Corrections. So I learned the power and what moves power in Baltimore. I know Peter Angelos from Angelos Law Firm. I know Kevin Plank from Under Armour. I know 85% of the richest people in the state because I catered for them. I know the the owner of the Green Turtle, Bill Placco. His son used to work for me because he couldn't work for his father. I got a lot of people's kids that used to work for me and learn business ethics, learn common sense. I know the who's who in Baltimore. The senators, the delegates. And like I said, this is society shame. The campaign, the public shame. We're going to shame our society into giving equal rights to our underclass. To our people of color. We're going to show history. 400 years of shame in America. 400 years of racism, segregation discrimination and I'm going to show you the black faces that do it Alexander Michelle Alexander wrote a book called The New Face of Old Jim Crow well I met Michelle Alexander when she was on a book tour here in Baltimore and everybody know that I was there because I might check the room I was there when Danny Glover came I was there when Harry Belafonte came. Because we need those old heads to expose to these new heads about this system of racism and corruption and how it works hand in hand. Racism don't work without black cooperation. So over the last 13 years, I've been showing you the black faces that cooperate with racism in Baltimore. Kiefer Mitchell, Governor Hogan's right-hand man, 
participates in that. C4. WBAL C4 participates in that. Because when I was doing this documentary about race and racism, I contacted these individuals when Kiefer Mitchell was a senator. Alright? I contacted C4 in 2008. I contacted Christian Schaefer, Jane Miller. I contacted a lot of different individuals that claim to be voices in the black community. But none of them want to talk about the war on drugs. But they want to address the violence in America. In 1986, Bill Clinton wrote the crime bill. That crime bill addressed the violence in America. It also declared a war on drugs. That war on drugs is a war on the black community. And a destined black men to black failure. Because you gave us no chance, no opportunities. You demonize us and you label us. And it was a, it was a death mark. So I decided to make a movie about it. In 1986, I turned in guns and drugs to the police at the police station against the war on drugs. Kwaisi and Fume signed the crime bill. I fought against it because that crime bill was prejudicial. It was violating black people's civil and constitutional rights. Now you can go to the Department of Justice and the FBI, just like Martin Luther King, just like Fred Hampton, I got a case file. I got a case file leading back to the 80s. And I was making a movie about that case file, about being black in America. Y'all labeled me a terrorist in the 80s. I'm the same shorty from the 80s that I am now. Ain't nothing changed about me but my zip code. N62528, State of Illinois versus Dwayne Davis. I got 13 movies because y'all got 13 years that I've been documenting this. We're talking about Jack Young. We're talking about Nick Mosby. We're talking about Marilyn Mosby. We're talking about Delegate Stephanie Smith. We're talking about Senator Antonio Hayes. We're talking about Senator Sidnor. We're talking about Kettleman or Hedelman. We're talking about Patrick Young. <clears throat> talking about Patrick Henderson from Henderson. All right, we're talking about Jason Rodriguez. Talking about anybody that's anybody in Baltimore. I was making a movie about whoever's in Baltimore. And I don't need you to sign a movie release because I'm doing this through social media and your social media posts. Social media for social change, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. It don't get no sweeter. And that's just the, the simplicity of truth. If you're on social media and you post it, and you've been posting and tagging me on your page, you part of this documentary. The documentary is done through Facebook and social media because it's free. Yeah, it's free. I was paying for the other one, Letters Design, but this one is gonna come out the state's pocket. You go directly to Senator Antonio Hayes, the Maryland Senate. He has a screenplay a screenplay in a movie is called I Am Dread Scott it's got movie releases in there for those individuals for these elected individuals for the Maryland Black Caucus for the Baltimore County Delegation and the Baltimore City Delegation we're talking about Bobby Zirkin and Governor O'Malley's Mind Machine it's 
Scott Schellenberger and how you use your positions of power for financial gains. If you Google Operation Grey Lord, I did the same thing you did in Chicago in 1980s. I'm doing now in 2020 in Baltimore, Maryland. If you go to the Department of Justice, Robert Hur, Robert Harding, Robert Davis, um, Eric Holder, Patrick Fitzgerald in the state of Illinois, and get all my paperwork, it's very clear. I'm a whistleblower. I'm showing you the money that you make behind, the illegal money that you make behind the war on drugs. 1986 Operation Greylord exposed that because y'all was selling justice in the halls of Chicago. Y'all was selling justice in the halls of justice. So Operation Greylord cleaned that up. Same thing you was doing in Chicago in the 80s, you're doing in Baltimore now. So it wasn't nothing new to me. It was my 401k. So I started making a movie about it in 2006. It should have been finished in 2010, but y'all kept locking me up. You locked me up in 2007, you locked me up in 2011. So I had to reshoot all the footage that you stole from me. Well, I got all the footage now. I got what I need. I got everything I need. I developed an underground railroad of friends like Harriet Tubman, like Frederick Douglass. I'm a modern day abolitionist and activist. I'm not a terrorist, but I'm gonna terrorize you with the truth in toilets. President Trump coming to town tomorrow. Y'all seen me last time President Trump was in the town. Yeah, I'm the guy with the, with the rat, the toilet, and the President Trump head. We got golden toilets now. We're gonna be shitting on politicians. Potty training politicians, art and activism. Yeah, very artful, very active, very creative. Like Martin Luther King said, letters from a Birmingham jail. I got a lot of letters, letters to my presidents, letters to Zion. And in those letters, art in those letters, there's activism in them letters. I'm driving around Baltimore now. I'm getting ready to go friend, meet a friend of mine named Natalia. And Natalia's my, uh, Natalia's a good friend of mine. She does a lot of my, my grant work. Cause like I said, I'm homeless. She's also part of the teachers union. Natalia helped raise money to keep me alive, to keep me afloat. Natalia and her friends raised $3,300 last month so I can get my truck fixed, so I can get my grill fixed, so I can go back to work. I call it my Jesus trick. I'd rather have a million friends than a million dollars. And that's what I do with my grill. I feed my friends and I feed the community. If you go anywhere in Baltimore and say Shorty's Barbecue or Shorty's Pit Beef or Shorty's Bootleg Barbecue, everybody gonna tell you they know Shorty. From Governor Hogan to the homeless person on President Street from the homeless people in Brooklyn, Maryland, to the richest people in this state. We're gonna speak truth to power in 2020. Baysmore's up here right now doing a, a, a thing on this. Uh, I'm in front of City Hall right now.
Mic check! Y'all know who I am, don't y'all? I'm Shorty. I'm Shorty. Shorty, the black Republican. Yeah. Yeah, I'm up here in Miss Baysmore uh, doing a commercial in front of City Hall. When I mic check, everybody know me when I mic check the room. I'm famous for mic checking. Alright? You Google it. Closed mouth don't get fed and it don't get heard. When I speak, people pay attention. When I mic check the room, I shut shit down in Baltimore. Like I said, I'm an independent filmmaker, I'm an activist, I'm an abolitionist. And one of the films I'm making is called Level Up. I'm sending that movie Level Up to President Trump next week for Memorial Day. It's for the 2020 elections. I'm a black man in America and I'm a black Republican. Y'all want me to vote for Joe Biden or you want me to vote for President Trump? Either way, the black community getting fucked. Joe Biden don't care about black America because he helped write that crime bill with President Clinton. Biden been in politics all his life. And they need black votes to succeed. So does President Trump. President Trump needs y'all to open up the churches so he can get his evangelical people back in church so he can revitalize his populace. Biden need the black community to vote because they sat down on the last elections and didn't vote. I'm advocating that we stand up and ask for our freedom. We've been in America for 400 years. Democrats and Republicans have been benefiting off of our black votes and our black bodies. Al Sharpton ain't said nothing. Jesse Jackson Jr. ain't said nothing. None of this black leadership is saying nothing for the black community to help the black community. Anytime Al Sharpton say something for the black community, somebody putting some money in his pocket. Same with Jesse Jackson Jr. That's paid advocacy. Martin Luther King didn't get paid. Martin Luther King did this because it had to be done. Malcolm X didn't get paid. He did this because it had to be done. I didn't get paid for none of this over the last 13 years. I've been walking on the philosophy of I don't need a million, I don't need a million dollars, I need a million friends. And for the last 13 years, I've had a million friends financing my advocacy. Natalia's one of them. I got a lot of people been, been uh, financing my advocacy. Dan and Hillary been financing my advocacy. They've been giving me shelter. They've been giving me a place to live. Diane White from the Cake Company been giving me a job from time to time and transportation. When Jesus was on earth, he was homeless. And people took care of Jesus because Jesus took care of the people. That's why I call it my Jesus trick on Sunday morning when I feed the community. Now you can go to Bill Hughes you go to the Baltimore Sun. You can go to Brandon Brandon Soldenberg. You can go to Baynard Woods. 
You go to anybody that's doing these stories in Baltimore. Go to Fern Shen. Go to Justin Fenton. Go to Justin George. Go to Luke Broadwater. Say Shorty and see their face. Because I got to warn the media. Because the media has been demonizing black Baltimore too long. Malcolm X told y'all about the power of the media and how the media can destroy it, build up, and whatever it does. And that's what the media does in Baltimore. I declared a war on the media. And I'm also potty training the politicians. And while I'm doing this, I'm making a movie of it. I'm doing it for social media and social change. I don't need a million people to march. I need a million people to pay attention. And they watch what Shorty do in Baltimore. I'm an activist as activist. I'm a hustler's hustler. And I'm a player's player. And I play for keeps. Ask PFK Boom. From the streets to the seats. From the gutter to the government. That's how we do this. This is my podcast for Sunday. Memorial Day weekend in Baltimore. President Trump, come to Baltimore. When you come to Baltimore, look up Shorty. Your Secret Service already know me. I got a case file. I've been doing something called Letters to Letters to My President. That's another movie that I made. And I started that with uh President Bush. Yeah. You can check the White House. My paperwork is in the White House. My face is in the White House. I'm not a known activist in, in Washington, D.C. In the Senate and the Congress. Go to Congressman Cummings' office and get all my paperwork. Because Kwasi and Fume, you just inherited Shorty. Contact Anthony McCarthy from WEAA Radio. Contact Mark Steiner from WEEA Radio. Yeah, contact WEEA Radio. Get all my file footage. Because like I said, I left a paper trail. Social media for social change. Mic check. One mic, that's all I need. Microphone's a powerful tool and I use it very well. I use social media even better. I'm learning about this podcast. But this podcast is going to leave a, a microphone trail. A voice trail. Anybody can be shorty. Self-help organization for the redevelopment and re-education of the young. It's a program. And I've been working this program since I came to Baltimore. And it works. Because I'm still breathing. I'm still standing. You got 52 politicians that need to go to jail just like Mayor Pugh. Just like Governor Blagojevich. Just like Kwame Kilpatrick. Just like Spiro Agnew. Just like Richard Nixon. You got politicians in Maryland that you won't send to jail because you insulate them with your, your corruption machine. You don't give nobody access to the grand jury so they can't file charges unless they go through Schellenberger, Marilyn Mosby, or the state prosecutor, or Brian Frost. That's racketeering and fraud. Operation Greylord. Now, Robert Hurd know about this, and Robert Harden know about this, and Judge Bennett got this. Because like I said, I want the Chief Justice Roberts about your courts 
in 2007. One of the movies was called I Am Dred Scott. 13 movies. But they all revolve around the toilet. Okay? They all revolve around the toilet. Toilet don't care if you're black, white, straight, or gay. A toilet take your shit every day. We traded the penitentiary for the plantation, cotton for cocaine, and we steal the cash crop. We got the cradle of prison pipeline. We putting our kids in prison uniforms while they supposed to be getting graduations in college. It's time for somebody to speak up and speak out. Because we got to stop this corruption. We got to stop this system that you put in place for black America. We got to address the war on drugs, the war on the black community. We got to address racism, classism, and the separation of our communities. You can't claim to be a politician in Baltimore and not know me. You can't claim to run for office and not know my, my fight and my, my struggle. From the streets to the seats, we getting ready to change this. Do your job or lose your job. I'm up on York Road right now, up on 32nd Street. Y'all know where I'm at, by Beauty Lane, by the Rite Aid that just closed, the Walgreens that just closed. We do West Wednesdays up here with Tawanda Jones. I'm part of West Wednesdays. I'm the founding member of the Baltimore Block. You can Google Baltimore Block. I'm the founding member. You can uh, Google Shorty's Bootleg Barbecue. I'm the owner. You can Google Letters Design. I'm the producer. You can Google a lot of things because I'm going to use social media for social change. Google and Gmails and emails, AOL. I'm gonna leave a paper trail. Like I said, one of the documentaries was called Portraits of a Letter, and Portraits of a Letter addressed the media. It addressed Jane Miller, Bill O'Reilly, and it shows you how national media portrays stories across the, the, the airwaves. But because Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, come to pass we don't need mainstream media no more they're becoming obsolete they're becoming irrelevant because now they're following us on Facebook any cases that have been going on in Baltimore City for the last eight years Justin Fenton Ivan Bates Public Defenders been going to the Baltimore block for information they mess with members of the Baltimore block, but they don't want to deal with me. When Vice came through here and did that documentary, they asked the Baltimore block to be involved. I told them no, because y'all wouldn't gonna give us no money for what we, what the work we did. When Sonya Johns came through here and did Uprising, she didn't want to talk about the Baltimore block. Sonya Johns wanted to candy coat what was going on in Baltimore. She wanted to give us a soft fuck. She wanted to show Kwame Rose she wanted to show leaders of a beautiful struggle. But ain't none of them been in the struggle. Ain't none of them been to jail. 
Ain't none of them shot nobody. Ain't nobody willing to be, sh- you know what I'm saying? They ain't been in the struggle. They've been on the sideline with skirts like cheerleaders. Telling you what we should do, but never been in the struggle. And that's what I got a problem with. Because, see, I've been in the struggle. I'm part of the struggle. I'm a face of the struggle. And I am still standing. 2020 elections, you get me from May, June, July, August, September, October, and November. I'm a black Republican. I ran for office against Governor Hogan and Lieutenant Governor Boyd Rutherford. Y'all took us off the ballot because we was talking about sending y'all to jail. I'm still singing the same tune. It's Memorial Day. I'm an honorably discharged veteran of this United States. I took an oath of office to defend my country against all terrorists, foreign and domestic. Baltimore City Police Department is domestic terrorists. And our government is permitting this shit to go on. I've been hearing everything about the Kenora virus, the Kenora virus, the killings, the Kenora virus, but ain't nobody saying nothing about the black man that got killed for jogging while black. Nobody talked about the EMT that got killed because the police raided the wrong house. Nobody want to talk about the man that been in jail for 35 years that just got out of jail and y'all don't want to give him no money for false imprisonment. Y'all don't want to talk about the coronavirus and it's killing black people more than anybody. But y'all showing white people all the time. Mainstream media has a moral and ethical obligation to tell the truth. 2020, y'all got me for the next five, six months. I don't need a million people to march. I need a million people to pay attention. Social media for social change. Podcasts, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. I'm the king of talking shit and I can back it up. I carry a gold toilet in the back of my truck. So I shit on you when I see you. And y'all know I love to shit on people. Go ask Brandon Scott about the toilet I left in front of his campaign office when he opened up. Go ask Marilyn Mosby about the camp, how many toilets I left her. Go ask Jack Young, Mayor Stephanie Rawlins Blake, Mayor Pugh, how many toilets I left in front of City Hall. I left so many toilets in front of City Hall, we call it Shitty Hall. Because I shit on you anytime I please. Getting ready to put one up there for Memorial Day for President Trump. I'm going to welcome him to the city. I got to do some runs around town. I'm going to pick up a, a lawnmower so I can start cutting grass. And I'm going to start cutting grass in spaces and we're going to do art and activism. We're going to do dinner and a movie. I'm going to cut grass. I'm going to bring the grill and we're going to have a picnic. Remember what picnics were? They were public lynchings. It's when the white community came out to watch black people get hung. So we're going to do picnics in 2020. We're going to have public lynchings of white political figures. And I'm going to lynch you publicly. I'm going to come to publicly shame you. Like Martin Luther King did the campaign to publicly shame. The Chicago campaign. I don't need a million people to march. I need a million people to pay attention. I need your ears and I need your eyes. Social media for social change.
Imagine how many people get mad when they see that toilet now. And I put that toilet in your name and your face on that toilet. When I put Jane Miller's face on that toilet. All the awards that Jane Miller got don't mean shit. When I give her the shorty toilet. All the awards that Luke Broadwater got. The Pulitzer Awards that the Baltimore Sun get. Don't mean shit. When I give him the toilet award. Because this real shit. This the reality of life. You feel me? And I'm going to give you the reality of life. Being black in America. When you see toilets around Baltimore. When you hear about toilets. I've been doing this since 2006. These toilets have been to New York. Philadelphia. Chicago. North Carolina. Florida. These toilets have traveled America. Because a toilet is. is, 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 is symbolic. It's very symbolic. We're going to turn shit to sugar and sugar to shit. And I'm going to have fun doing it. And I'm going to do it with the toilets. Today's Sunday morning. So take this to your churches. Take this to your synagogues. Take this to your places of worship. Jesus had a cross. Martin had a dream. Malcolm got a gun. Shorty got a toilet. We all got our shit to deal with. This is society shame. So for the next six months, I'm going to be shaming society. And I'm going to be doing it through social media. We traded the penitentiary for the plantation. Cotton for cocaine. And black America is the cash crop. We've been in America for 400 years. The same with the Jews been in for 400 years. It's time to let my people go. Way down in Egypt land, tell old Pharaoh to let my people go. Society Shame broadcast, May 24th, 2020, Memorial Day weekend.